Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hello and thanks very much for tuning into this week's episode of the Irish NRL Show. As always, delighted to be joined by the Tash. How are you? Enjoy Magic Weekend? Unbelievable. I thought it was class. A bit of rain and, and the pitch didn't really... They were talking about the pitch as, as before the, the yoke when they hold up. And you can see it nearly at the last game that there were people sliding around the place and stuff like that. So it didn't really hold up. But... All in all, serious weekend the rugby life. Yeah, fair few shocks, fair few, fair few amazing performances. I think it it was, it definitely up there. I don't know if it was the best magic weekend of all time, but I think it, it was definitely up there. There was stories, there was interest. It nearly it nearly goes with the narrative of the season so far. Like, yeah. You know that way. Yeah. There's nearly every week there's a shock, but it, the fact that all the teams are there the same week, and it just goes nicely with the season. Like. Yeah. Um, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So look, a lot to get through this week. As per usual, power rankings to kick us off the the of the slate. Then we're moving on to four tackle, and then finally our previews for week eleven. Hard to believe on week eleven already. So without much further ado, power rankings. <laughs> Who's ready for some overreactions? <laughs> And some harsh ones as well. <laughs> some ab- People did absolutely nothing this weekend. Some absolute. Now look, some some of it has actually been reflected on the table. Um. So look, let's let's kick on into it. Uh, we'll go bottom up. Yep. Uh, last place last week was the Dragons, and I'm saying we're not moving you. You need to. Pill- not for a little while, anyway. Not for a little while. Um. Next up in 16th was the Cowboys. I'm going to bump them up a spot. I think a great performance. Just need a bit of consistency. You can't overreact to a flash in the pan. Or so we say. <laughs> yeah, but straight away. Yeah, overreact. Happy with the Cowboys in 15th? Yeah, not too bad. Perfect. Uh, next up was the Tigers. And you know what? Another good win. We call it game of the round. What a finish. Everyone was good about Tigers football, and they lost Johnny Bateman. Um, very close to kick off. So, look, I think mm. they, I think they deserve to slide up a slot. Boom! Yeah, I think so. Especially two weeks in a row, like and what they're going through. Like, yeah, look, absolutely, absolutely. Um, next up's the doggies in fourteenth. Uh, yeah, bro, dropping them down to 16th? No. Um, oh, I 
what's coming out. I think, I think we're going to push them up a slot. I know they lost, but look, they ran the Raiders tight, and the Raiders are the form team in the competition, statistically speaking. Um, well, maybe not. Maybe not the form team, but the second second best form team in the competition. So look, I think uh, yeah, look, we'll, we'll move them up a spot. Process of elimination. Uh, I think you can gather if you're an eagle-eyed listener who's taken a massive drop through no fault of their own. The Knights, do you know what? Had enough of you. Down to 16. No no reason other than... Uh, they took a week in Bali. Took a week off. Took a week in Bali. Um, haven't seen enough. Uh, look, that's that's a take that's probably going to be... It should be slated. Probably, probably don't have the listenership. But... Uh, yeah, uh, I'm happy with with that move. To be honest with you, I don't know if you are, but I'm happy. No, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> uh, para next in twelfth. I'm gonna leave them where they are. Um, I know they're probably due a slide. Obviously, didn't have a great didn't have a great performance in the weekend. Lost as well, and they're they're sans Mitchell Moses over the next definitely this weekend. Um, maybe. Uh, a few more weeks uh, so look I think they probably will slide but for now we'll leave them where they are next up here comes Mr. Bias himself uh, in 11 last week was the Raiders who un- unfairly I think must be said were dropped down a peg and you know what a bounce back they're moving up to 8 this week oh. <laughs> and that's on the back of 4 back to back wins now they're going to embarrass me this weekend and lose to uh, Moses-less para um, next up was the tenth Warriors. place Warriors. Who look? I thought they. I thought they. They ran Penrith very well, uh, but just unfortunately, as a result of kind of how things panned out, they're going to have to stay where they are this week because they have to push. I think they could go up one place from where they're dropping down to, and the other one should drop down past them. Okay. Uh, yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? I hadn't factored on that, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. Bruce, there. I agree with you. There. The Roosters dropped to eleven. Warriors stay where they are. So, so the Warriors go up to ninth. The Roosters drop to tenth. Yeah. Uh, okay. Happy with that. Uh, last week, the eighth place Dolphins, and do you know what? I'm putting them to four. It's yeah, a huge I would argue that I could go up a bit more. If they probably could go up a bit more, but the other sides above them, yeah, picked up wins. So I, I can't throw them up. Look, they're number one in my book. Was uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> not. But look, we moved them up to fourth. Seven is the Titans. Did very little to. I was kind of nervous of kind of that that kind of take last last week. But look, I think there's a lot going well the Titans this year. They've kind of recruit well and I just think yeah brilliant stuff next up was 6th place Manly and you know what Manly you're down to 11th yeah um, you've been absolutely brutal and look that that's kind of reflected on the ladder they've dropped a 10th on the ladder so yeah look can't make any arguments there no. next up was the Panthers in 5th Probably on the balance of play, it's probably a little bit harsh. Um, so I've moved them as a result of other results this weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lobby that they should be in third because I think 
Bands have played it probably out of the third best the side. two losses, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't argue with that. I think they can jump up. Move them up. Uh, next up then, I think last week we had the Storm. Storm, yeah, fourth. In fourth. I make it that they're dropping down to sixth. Um, yeah. To be... To be honest, it wasn't as an embarrassing a loss as say the next side we're going to discuss. <coughs> but I just feel bands play the season are probably not as good as the Sharks, um, so I think that's the reason why I like to put them in sixth. In fifth place, uh, sorry, in what was third place last week was the Sharks. I've dropped them down to fifth place. It was an, it, it's kind of a confusing one. Wasn't a horrific Dolphin uh, Sharks performance. It was. Was it a fantastic? Dolphins' performance was probably was their performance of the year. Um, there's a lot to like. We'll get to later on in the show. So mm. for me, I think the Sharkies down to fifth bands to play over the course of the season. We've we've already acknowledged you need to kind of write off the. Yeah, few I minutes. wouldn't. I wouldn't throw all your ducks out. <laughs> yeah. the Just yet. Uh, and then that leaves us with second place Broncos and first place Bunnies. And I'm gonna uh, lobby that those two sides aren't gonna change where their position. No. Um, Not for another while. I don't think. Not for another while until we get a few great strange performances. Look, we're going to get a few strange performances, but uh, yeah, no, I think that's that's it. So that's the power rank. Just to run you through it quickly: Bunnies at one, Broncos at two, Panthers at three, four, Dolphins, Sharks, Storms, Storms, Storm, <laughs> Titans, Raiders, t- carrying out the, the the top eight, and then it goes Warriors at nine, Roosters. 10 Manly 11 Para the Doggies the Tigers on back to back weeks they've gone up um, followed by the Cowboys in 15th the Knights in 16th and the Luckless Dragons propping up the table what a turn up for the books <laughs> but it's not the Tigers um, who would seen it coming who's seen it coming uh, not me but uh, yeah, looks like moving on. It is four tackle, and it is yourself today to deputise this week. Unrest in the Roosters' camp. I think. I think with the loss of the weekend, they went down to the Cowboys, which were arguably going into this weekend the most uninformed team of of a good few now. Uh, going down 20, 20 points to six. It took them 78 minutes to get across the, the whitewash. Which isn't a good look. Um, and then there's rumours of, of, of Sawali looking for uh, looking to jump ship now already as an early early season transfer like. Which I don't know, but I've never seen the root all the roosters in such disarray in Robinson's whole uh, tenure at the club. Yeah, but it, but it's not just even there. You look, you look at Sammy Walker a few weeks ago. Something is a bit clunky, or there's something definitely amiss. The Suwali thing though is interesting because I could be wrong. Uh, very busy man. So I haven't had a chance to read dig too deep into the articles and stuff like that. But I think it's not very clear as to if this is a push by Suwali or if this is a push by the Roosters. Well, supposedly now the rumor mill has been running all week. But supposedly his switch to Union has been in place before he signed his last contract with the Roosters. So every year, so he signed for two years with a with a thing to extend every year after that, mm. if you get me. 
but before it's saying that he was guaranteed that he'd go to Union after a third year of league like so it's there's a little bit of silly buggers going on as well I think yeah, I just, there's too much coming out that it's not some of it's not it can't be real like I, w- I wonder are we finally seeing a Russo side that's under salary cap pressure the sombrero the sombrero look uh, all good <laughs> things come to an end and is the <laughs> yeah. is the is the Nicky P um, sombrero coming to uh, to a, to a, a rather abrupt stop uh, I just think as a side it's not even just the mixed bag I think there's a lot of players miles in the clock maybe not they're up there on age but in terms of miles in the clock and I think they're they're aging fast um, for for a young team like they are aging fast like they like the jo- uh, Joseph Manor like he's been around since he was eighteen like. A lot of miles. Luke here, he's thirty three, like, but he, he has a career of a of a, a seasoned vet. Like he was very young when he started. Like, yeah, he's so he, he he was involved in that uh, Premiership one inside of the bunnies. So he's yeah, multiple. He's there a long, long, long time. Like, so look, he's uh, he's been through the mill. He, he he's taken his lumps and he's had his injuries as well. You look at the loss of like I know he's gone, but by Cordner, I just wonder is there a bit of salary cap? Not a salary cap mm. issue, but I think are they overpaying for what the pieces they have at the minute? Whereas he never would have said that previously. It'd be interesting to see now with the Panthers this week. Like, will they have a response or will they? Can just they rally? Vote? Yeah, will they roll over and just take another beating? Now, arguably, that's that's a larger issue. Then I know the time we just went, but the one thing you would always say about the Roosters, especially the Trent Robinson, is they weren't a side that could just like any team can get themselves up for the big opponents. But if 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 you can't get yourself up to do your job that's a bigger issue um, so mm. if they've an amazing performance against the Panthers win or lose but it's an amazing performance I'm kind of sitting here going hmm yeah, are, we, are we reading into this too much like yeah, yeah. but look um, yeah moving on and hopefully I give his pronunciation what it deserves but Valance Tawara uh, is that the most impressive debut uh, we can remember in Magic Round and there is a second part to that question but it's also just it's the, the general crux of the question is how good is this young Dolphin side and just how good can Gato become because I thought he was phenomenal on the weekend like this is only his 6th or 7th game ever mm. and in senior in senior rugby and for him to guide that team around the park like, I know uh, Nick Green was doing a hell of a job inside him like, job phenomenal job too like but it just but, it's but this young fella has has the has the ability and, and skill and he is not afraid to take on the line or ship a long pass or, or play it tight like he is unbelievable and, and he's kind of an unorthodox like uh, to wear his first try he, he found, it's like the pass of a bloke who can't pass off his left but it's yeah but it's, it's, back. <laughs> but it's actually not it's kind of just how the play unfolded he kind of switched that way and thrown it yeah and it, it's I'm not saying he's at that level, but it's reminiscent of when Benji came through in 2005, which is that kind of freedom to play your game, which... It sort of makes player of teams stand off mm-hmm. you a little bit, the unknown, like, because yeah. he can do... <laughs> you know, what is this fucker going to do yeah. now in front of you? Like? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mightily impressed by the guitar in particular. Uh, look, and maybe, look, just, it, it was just the perfect storm. It was the primetime game on, on the Saturday. Uh there was it, the atmosphere was electric I thought Tawari was electric just a man of that size moving at that speed 
a joy to watch as a, as a big man myself who never had the power. You can see that he, he's, he's, it was a great debut and stuff like that, but he did get shown up a little bit on the loose, a bit, uh, getting caught out, like it being in front of centres and stuff like that, yeah. where you're like, know your role, get in tight to the rope. Yeah, and I, thought, <laughs> I, I, I did think he was kind of, not at fault, but he he didn't defend the tries they conceded by the Sharks like a, like a season pro. But look, he's not a yeah, season yeah, pro. Definitely. He's a union no. convert uh, who is a brilliant story. But the natural ability there is just. But I heard like I think it was him that they had raps on on the the bloke in the bar podcast early on in the season, and it's not that of his playing career. Supposedly a, a preseason and stuff like that. When they're on the bus, they gave him the mic. Like and they were just saying like when what's the name Dylan uh, Dylan Kemp was in the Broncos and he was a rookie he would never get the mic yeah. in the, the Broncos so it just shows you the raps they have internally on them already as a team like there was a quote from the preseason and they'd interviewed I can't remember who it is but it's 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 like Kafusi it's Bromwich it's one of these new players who have plenty of experience. And they were like, who's impressed the most? And they said, there's a bloke there called Valance. Keep an eye out for him. Mm-hmm. They could see it even back then. Um, so look, yeah. Um, that now hopefully now, as in, as you say, he's a union convert. He might shed a bit of weight like, and, and tone down the next year. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just might need to take that a little bit more off him before he gets the agility that, that props like him need. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, look, Buzzer had gone, so next tackle the, into the game of the round Tigers and the Dragons uh, definitely lived up to the hype such as <laughs> even just for our, our result we, we call it like we call it the Tigers are going to go roll through and, and beat the Dragons the Dragons will get themselves no favour during the week of dropping the two lads like and you just seen it like in the game that their their error count is ridiculous like the, at the half time where uh this is Sloan. Sloan just runs across the field and nearly runs off the pitch and then tries to grub it under his own sticks. Like, absolutely headless stuff. And then at the end, where that they, they did that try saver in the corner, instead of going through hands, he went, skipped four people, and that just made everyone that was defending them four people just drift out and have one singular op- uh, one singular objective to get that ball off the side of the pitch. And, and look, there, there's two there's two F-ups there. Um, so... That obviously is the the can't defend the four on two mm-hmm. and you throw a skip pass. Um, it's criminal. Criminal. Um, but then on top of that, Suali then was still left with an opportunity to draw and pass. Mm. Yeah, and still wasn't able to do. We it. wasn't able to do it. Basic basic skills, and I, I kind of I was slayed him last year for not talk, not starting Sloan because I I've seen I see plenty of potential in Sloan, but just it's that headless play and. Like Ben Hunt called it like he was emotional, obviously. But they interviewed him straight after full time. He's like, "We're just playing dumb. Like he just, it just, it's." That's a, he's sick of it. Like I'd say, for a fellow that's so, so consistent to have them people around him, like I'd say, it drives the poor man absolutely crazy. And that, that break came all off him. It was a cheap yeah. little grubber, and and if you look at him, he he made that break, and it took the tackle to set up that yeah. that sort of space, like. Mm. He could have went on a little bit more and took all the space away from other fellas, but he's, he went for that tackle to, to make sure that there was numbers mm-hmm. on the side. And it's just the cleverness of Ben Hunt. Yeah. Um, look, uh, 
yeah like it, it's it's hard to it's hard to know if if the dragons had just played simple football would the tigers have mm-hmm. won that game i'd like to think they would i think they're on a bit of a crest of a wave and they did a lot of things right but look they still only won by two points and the dragons dragons are brutal but the other, the other thing you'd say about the dragons too is they did not get, get busted for their mistakes no. if they were playing someone yet yeah, uh, if that was the Rambles or the Panthers of last year yeah it's 50-60 it be skint, like yeah it's scary to think of what what could have happened like yeah um, on the Tigers I don't know if it is the lack of uh, what's his name did his name Dewey uh, Dewey but it looks more and more every week he plays that it's becoming Brooks's team again he's taking on a bit more control I think Dewey I, I don't know two great players like Dewey and Brooks but I think sometimes players don't match up no it's 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 that old adage and look anyone that's a, a fan of mixed martial arts or pugilism would be familiar with this is that styles make fights but as a half partnership styles also matter and, and I think that's probably the big thing at like I know, I know they've struggled this year but over the last few years why Parak could never get over the hump it's because the, the boys are too similar and there's no guiding force yeah I think that as well that either the two of them are very dominant that they want the ball all the time mm. or one is very dominant and the other feels happy to let him go mm. which I feel over the weekend looking at it as well that he, he Brooks was letting Wakeham kick the ball off the pitch like. mm. where if you're the, the playmaker and you're the main man in this field I think you wouldn't be stepping up to kick them but I, it's a small thing like, mm. but it's just sort of an insight in where his head's at a bit Yeah, he doesn't want the responsibility sometimes and, and, and does he want the responsibility does he not want I know the buzzer went a while ago but is it a case he doesn't want the responsibility or is it a case that he's, he's kind of been broken by his time in, in West where he's lost so many games that he's now just afraid of losing yeah, that he he get all the blame. Mm. I'd say that's it is broken. It, there's a little bit of brokenness in yeah. him. Um, so look, maybe he does need that move to reignite his career. Um, next tackle for today, uh, as expected, Manly didn't put up much of a fight against Brisbane. Um, I think the wheels may very well be set to fall off. Look, we've talked about it at nauseum this stage. Seabold is, is set to to Broncos mode as opposed to Bunny's mode, but. He's still asleep in that. Uh, in Mackers, yeah. Uh, he's still waiting on his big flurry. How worried should we be about Turbo? Because we're probably... The, the Origin squad is, is announced not this Sunday, the following Sunday. Manly are the last game of that round. They're on this Sunday night. So there's no chance... He, he kind of has one chance this weekend to make Origin. Otherwise, we're, we're drawing a line in for game one at least. And he's not looked good. And, and he... The clip for me that, that, that really summarises it is, is against the Broncos. He throws the intercept pass, which hits Cabo, and he's running within himself. He doesn't back that hamstring, and it's just... He doesn't open up at all. At all. He never opened up when he chased At him. all. Two years ago, Torbo runs him down. I don't care what anyone says. I definitely think with the, with the speed he has, and if it was the old Torbo, I think he would have got yeah, and it. But he just never opened up. You even see it in his, in like his gate. Like, yeah. It's never fully... He doesn't put the boot down like but are we like I'm getting very concerned now that this is just what Torbo is going to become yeah he's not well then if he's going to be like that move him to the halves yeah move him to six yeah um, if that's the way he's going to be let him attack the line at 10 metres out the back 
but don't put him out at full back put Garrett back there and he'll do a job good yeah um, but yeah it's just <laughs> it doesn't bode well either like the, the downfall of Manly for the likes of Shane Flanagan everyone's talking about Shane Flanagan going to the Dragons and stuff but he's in a he's in a crash and burn like this this ship is sinking yeah <laughs> and he's he's a part of that ship like he, he may be a part but he's not the captain it's the captain that goes down with the ship it's, ultimately it's it is it is though um, and I know what you're saying but like like you look at Ivan Cleary he was at the West Tigers and they weren't no they weren't sinking but they were they were bottom half of the table and all of a sudden he's back at, he <laughs> he walks into the best job in football uh, over the last four or five years. Um, so yeah look I, I think Shane Flanagan has often been held higher than he's probably proven you got to bear in mind he just has that one premiership uh, but people go on sometimes as if he's at the level of Trent Robinson yeah I think the way they talk about him and, and the way they're pushing I think some of his media friends are doing him a favour I think they're doing him more than one favour Um but yeah, uh, Manley's an interesting situation, and I do think if it goes the way it's it's going, I think Anthony Seabold may very well never get a, a top job in the NRL again. Um, I don't think he's a lot of people who are overly fond of him as a bloke. I think they've talked to him before, like he's an intellectual of the game, but not necessarily yeah, the first the, uh, the people still like mm. the like of Wayne Bennett can throw your arm around your shoulder, like. And Famosi a little bit. Yeah, even like that. Even to a lesser extent, you look at the job Craig Skibbon is doing at the Sharks, mm. and you look at the job. Look, obviously, it didn't go on the weekend. You look at the job Webster's doing and the Warriors, and just it, it's the people. It's the Bulldogs. I think the atmosphere yeah, in the Bulldogs is, is as good as it's ever been. Yeah. And that's down to the coach. Like, it's a different sort of makeup. I think these yeah. kids, these younger coaches coming through as well. I think. Next tackle. So the Souths. The Souths are stamped on comp favourites now, I think. After beating the Storm 28-12, never looked in doubt. Uh, they just, I think Mitchell, after his little, say, three or four games at the start, the kick up the arse he needed, I think he's had to step it up. Walker's guiding that, pit, uh, guiding that uh, team around the park. And the likes of Hoyt, oh, Host, is it? Jacob Host uh, Jacob Host like, he's like he's been second row for the comp like if he if he went for say last year if he had a new contract or say they didn't offer him a contract he wouldn't get as much as interest as the way he's playing now I think mm. they just have a habit they're getting like say like we always go back to Wayne Bennett and stuff like that but I think Dimitri is getting a lot out of these players that other coaches mightn't get yeah the average player like I'm saying not like the like of Mitchell and, and Walker, you expect that off them, but the squad players that I have round, he is getting a lot out of these players. Yeah, look, like and and look, you he is the only man who is his development of Ilias is what I'd look to, um, a young half coming through. But look, you, you look at their start to the season: beat the Sharks, lost to the Panthers, lost to the Roosters, beat Manly, lost to the Storm. It was the first five games, last five games. Beat the doggies as expected. Beat the dolphins, which was a tough ask at the time. Wayne versus South is playing out there. Beat the Panthers. Beat the Broncos. Beat the Storm. The last five games they've been bang. Like we can't forget what they were over the opening five games, where they went two and three. But 
I think in the last five games they've really stepped up. Um, but I do think we were saying it before that like there's something about the bunny. They've been knocking a long time, and it kind of just feels as if it's just starting to come right for them. Yeah. Um. So I've no arguments there. Um. Especially when you look at the vulnerability of the Panthers this year, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a great that's a great key that you think of the team the Panthers were last year and the team they are this year. This team will roll them if they if they get going in September. They will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. If they can go through this. This Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. And the origin season, I, the one thing is if Walker goes in the origin as well. I don't, there's rumor, not rumours, but like his name's been told around this for maybe 14 or even 6. But uh, if he skips that and they get through the origin with a good few, I think this team goes on strength to strength. Yeah, um, I, from an origin perspective, would love to see Walker at 6. I from a bunny's perspective can handle him at 14 but I, again I'd love him to miss uh, it just feels mm. like yeah yeah if, you, if it was your team I think most people would be like do you really have to go <laughs> we're doing so well <laughs> yeah um, and how pivotal he is because he is the more mature halfback um, and look there's, there's always that kind of dark cloud as a Raiders fan that Jack there's, there's been murmurs that he could force through a mid-season move and if he comes what happens there that's that's the next big thing to, to well there'd be tears anyway Ricky be crying I mean Ricky I'd be crying um, <laughs> but look um, moving on and it's interesting that you brought up the trial because he was in a bit of a point of note at the weekend so look the thing I'm kind of querying it's probably a more deeper look at the game if you look at the Warriors Sinbin incident, which was let's say soft, versus the non Sinbin incident for Latrell. Um the kinda oh, who's whose head is he is it's Harry Grant's head he's kinda Yeah he's given a, like I think that's a that's a yellow card for a lot of other players in the competition. Like he, for the poor warrior, like the he was making his debut, he all he went was to grab a shirt. And his hand went across the face. He didn't close his hand, like he didn't punch or no. he didn't force. It's sort of like he went to grab a shirt and he slipped up yeah. <laughs> with his momentum. The walker is he's intentionally doing that to the head yeah. of that player. Like. And then there was another one in the Warriors game, I think it was Toho Harris got it across the face. And they, they looked at it and everyone could see that he is like he was under his chin, like as in like straight across the chin. 
and it's every day on like yeah um, but I suppose what, what, what I, just with the year we've had with the hip drop and kind of some of the more blatant looking hip drops not been penalised and then some very light ones been given has there ever been a more inconsistent period in officiating because it just seems like the game is ref different game to game not even week to week well it was this time last year where the was the high shots came in the concussion uh, just before magic round it was either this, just this one or, or the last one it was either the last one was or the it? one before um, cause yeah. I know we played the doggies in that one as well I think we had someone sent off, sent off as well and they went mad for this for, for three or four weeks like, and then it settled down and it's the same with this hip drop thing they, they don't really the blatant ones are so blatant and then it's that grey area where did he did he swing around did he drop his hips towards him like and it's very hard for the ref but like if, if you have any doubt you should be able to send it up and, and let the re- like the, the Yoko be check it like, I think let the game play on and if you have to in the next stoppage hip drop off the goalie but trying to go back and trying to get in, in, in the, at that stage of the game like as in like right there right then it's very hard much like it's serious pressure on the on the video ref yeah. making decisions they, straight away they, they literally just need to go like if it's 50-50 like yeah. is it a hip drop or if it's not a hip drop it's, it's been put on report and it's a penalty yeah that's exactly yeah you just put on report a hip drop not a hip drop but question it yeah. and then say look uh, I, and then let them do it on a weekend I also think look if we keep changing the rules because we've had like basically since COVID we've had set restarts big change in the game we've had the the rightfully the, the crackdown on, on head high shots no one's arguing that and now the hip drop which again legitimate hip drops they're like a chicken wing they're like there's certain tactics, tactics we need to remove from the game and I get them but we probably all also need to look at look we're after bringing in a lot of new rules a 10 minutes in bin changes the game unless mm. it's South's uh, Roosters last year in the in the finals um, we probably need to look at, at the reintroduction of the 5 minutes in bin yeah especially on them ones that you question yeah is there really I know there's the rules, but <laughs> do you really need to punish the fella? <laughs> yeah. If he got into a, a tricky situation, like, and it's so quick as well, like, once the fella's going by, like, the only thing you can do is let go of him, and nobody's going to let go of a player. No. If you get into that situation of a hip drop, like, they're never going to let go of the player because it's too too much of a fucking risk, like. Yeah, to yourself, uh, you're yeah. falling as well. Um, but look, yeah, look, that's a that's a debate that go on all night. So the an old bit tackle for the your booty we are talking origin spines so we're talking full back 6 and 7 13 and 9 for both teams picking your origin team tomorrow who is your new South Wales spine who do I think Freddie's going to pick or who do I no, think who do you think who, if, if, like if you if you were Freddie right now and you had to pick the team in the morning who would be your Nine to Oka. I think I'm going cookie. Um seven is obviously Cleary. Six I would take Cody Walker. Um had he not got injured, I've said this before, he's probably never gonna get picked, but I'd pick Mitchell Moses. And my fullback for probably not nostalgic reasons, but because I know he's definitely gonna do a job is probably Teddy. Yeah. Uh, 
like the talk is the six, but I think the one is a, a question as well. He's not playing the best rugby. Where Dylan Edwards is always doing a job for the Panthers. Yeah, look, I I I'd, I'd love to bring Dylan Edwards in because of his consistency. What I would say is at an origin level. I feel like his. Does he have that X factor? Like no, it's not even that. I feel like his size would be punished. Right. Uh, yeah. By a very astute, cute Queensland team. For Queensland, yeah. uh, Hooker, you know who it is. It's Harry. It's Harry. Uh, it's Harry, but I would have Ben Hunt um, either coming off the bench or maybe even playing the smallest loose forward in Origin history. Um, such as my <laughs> such as my raps and Ben Hunt uh, 6 13 we never picked 13 sorry. oh you want to pick a 13 mm. yeah well look you know who the 13 is for Origin it's it's Murray um, which hasn't been next in there this year um, for Queensland obviously it's Harry Grant at 9 Munster at 6 Who's my seven? Who's your seven? I think DC. He always performs at that stage. Yeah, yeah. I you know he's playing all right, like for Manny as well. But I just think that team around him is not playing well enough. Yeah. Okay. I I give you that. Um. Loose. Jeez, it could be any other number, but if 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 he goes well over the next few weeks, it might be Jairo because he's the only thing he's back. Um, and he always Cotter played well I think Cotter played well there and it's, it's this time of the year that he has to play well look the, the absolute the absolute smoky at loose is, is, is big red uh, absolute smoky at for, for loose I think he might make the squad but I don't think he's going to make the start side and full back I'm going Reese Walsh uh, yeah. it's I, I just look I could say Ponga probably may get it Um but he's going to have to have a hell of a performance this weekend to get it. Like, similar to what I said about your voyage. He's going to have to have a hell of a performance this weekend. Mm, push himself into that. Yeah. Into that. Yeah. No. Oh. Right. And the final. Final tackle. Side probably hasn't got enough love given how well they've gone. But look. What for you, Tash? What's the ceiling for the Titans? They're playing some uh, phenomenal football. The feet is back. Jim Campbell. Jim Campbell. Delian. Winner. <laughs> two years um, yeah uh, Fafida who we probably could have mentioned could have also played Lucy for Queensland because I think he he's a shoe in to make Origin this year I've missed out last year um, back to his well he's back to his yeah back to his instructor best like he just uh, and they gave him at the beginning of the season they sort of closed his role a little bit mm. and gave him like you're going hard lines I want you outside uh, for and like run hard lines off him learn how he plays learn how he goes to the line and stuff like that and then you can see him sort of going back to that sort of I go into the middle and I would just take it like and run up here now and, and blow people apart like but it's trying to get that combination that he has a role and that's his role and anything after that is a benefit to the team like um, and look they're unearned some real gems like Cam Pereira I love that he's this season's Jacob Grass. I think he would have. I say a foreign got a got a gun there. He would have shot him for that third for his third try, yeah. <laughs> kicking over the top. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and look, foreign's interesting because like we would have been critical of the move last season when he was announced mid season. We're like, why are you bringing him up there? Like he's. I think it's more the previous moves he had 
didn't end well I think it, or didn't even start well I think it's more look we know what he is when he can stay on the field but he's just yeah, so injured that's going, a massive thing yeah, he's just a, a bad injury away um, but yeah well, I think even the, the, introduce, uh, the introduction of Tanner Boyd like he's been compared to like Toby Sexton that was compared, there compared to Tanner Boyd last season well true yeah but I think it's the introduction of Foran then mm, on him yeah that he has that like Foran would be very very vocal very very and he has that ability to take the line like he, he fucking hard in the fuck he loves his contact he loves his loves contact, loves his contact. Like, yeah. go back and watch his first few seasons of Manly um, yeah he took balls when you're not supposed to take balls yeah. that's it and he put shots he's not supposed to put shots you know when you think yeah. of putting your half out to the wing to defend and, and next one he comes yeah. streaming in between your row <laughs> and your Lucy um, that's because it was it was talking about uh, Tafua yeah. <laughs> go on go on smash him um, yeah, but what do we think is the, the ceiling do we think do we think Titans are, are finals bound I think anything if they if they get finals this year the experiment or the, the whole brook like keeping them for three years it just shows you that a coach needs that time to to, to bed in to get his way to, to learn how you're best players play and how to affect the way they play like you look at Fafita like last year you would have wrote Fafita off and, and you would have said maybe it's time to let him go this year you're not letting him go you're looking for a, a, a three year extension or a four year extension yeah you're tying him and Tina up uh, for as long big as you time play. yeah look I suppose that's a great point in a in a situation that's not a, like a traditional powerhouse in the league um, there has to be stability like yeah. in, especially then you can't be like, yeah. like like you look at soccer teams and stuff like that they come and go and then the team falls apart you, you need to have a focus you need to have an end result you need and someone to stay there for a long period of time yeah, and the right person to stay there I'm not saying uh, an average show show I know Holbrook from the Super League did a great job with Wigan yeah. was it Wigan? Yeah. or St. Helens and he did a great job to get them back to where they were like, and it took a long time to get them back but for him to come back with the sort of expectation or reputation from there and not to go well in the first three years or two years and now you see the benefits of that like yeah, yeah. like definitely I'd, I'd slap him in for top top eight this year yeah I, I kind of see them around seven I don't know where they are now mm-hmm. like I don't think they're going to be down to the wire but I think they'll be bottom half of the top eight uh, and as you said they are always uncovering a new star or something like that mm-hmm. like That's our fourth tackle for this week. Moving on to the round 11 matchups. The side on a bye is the much beloved Dolphins. Um, ah, I think it is ever break. Uh, they've give, <laughs> From breaking everyone else. Yeah, they've given us much over the la- first 10 weeks. So, yeah. Uh, again, it's yourself to deputise with the round 11 matchups previews. So, Thursday, May the 11th at 10, 10 to 11. 
The Storm pick on the Broncos at AMI State, uh, AMI Park. The Storm open up at a dollar seventy to the Broncos two fifteen. This will be an interesting one for the Storm to see where they are. I know that they lost against the Rabbitohs and Rabbitohs are arguably the informed team of the competition, but you're going up against the second most informed team in the competition. Like I think the Broncos will come down here, and I don't know what the there was chat of like the, the Storm haven't lost the Broncos in the last four or five down in, in, in Melbourne. So it'll be interesting to see what way the, the Broncos come at this. But everything, my heart, my head says the Broncos in this. Yeah. Uh, now saying that, if they were to come unstuck, I think it would speak volumes to what we've mentioned earlier. Is that like there is just that semblance of a soft underbelly starting to show already um, so I, I go with you that on paper I'm back in the Broncos but it's a pivotal one for the for the Broncos to get for that the questions yeah for this question that we have and, and everyone seems to have that question about to get that win outside of, of Suncorp well that's it yeah. Like there are a few games away that they have to stamp their authority down I think to be yeah. the favourite for this competition yeah so look I'll, I'll go Broncos by six Ooh, I go with you with that. I think six or eight it would be. Yeah, can we, be close. They run on tight. Yeah. Um. Next up is a very interesting game for a number of reasons. So it's it's, it's doggies against the Warriors, and if you're saying you're telling me that fifteenth versus eleventh, nine o'clock on a Friday, Acor Stadium, Sydney is is an interesting one. It's it's not an interesting one necessarily, but it is interesting for who's coming back. So and in particular, who's coming back for the doggies? So the fox is back. Uh, similar to what we've said he needs this week to like if he's any chance of average he needs to hit the ground running but what's interesting for me is Kyle Flanagan is back fit and still doesn't make the 17 mm. so I think, uh, his, I think his days are numbered his days in, in, in first grade are, are limited um, look, just give yourself a fail go do Super League feck yeah win, win, a, win a man of steel and uh, yeah. live off it for a while and look Manchester's nice in the summer yeah, two weeks two weeks to get a summer in Manchester are nice look the the Warriors are pretty much as you would imagine um, I think it's any major outs uh, Edward Cosey maybe is the only one I can think of off the top of the bat that's out but no it's as you'd imagine um, I, I think I think the Warriors going to tip this one I know it's on the road but I actually think it's going to be quite tight. I think it's going to be... Mm. I think it could be two to four points uh, in favour of the Warriors. It's just... It's how both sides play more than kind of where they're yeah. at. I just think it's just going to be a tight one. I think I'll tip the Bulldogs in this one. Just as you say, this this game is going to be really tight. I just think with the introduction of, of the Fox back, he's arguably like the team leader from the wing. Spiritual, which is spiritual leader, anyway. Spiritual leader, yeah. So... It'll be great to see him back, and as you said, he needs a performance in this to, to even get his name mentioned with New South Wales. Especially after being unceremoniously dropped last year. Yeah, well, his form before he got injured, I think he was stamped on for that. Yeah. So the next game then on Friday is at 11 o'clock in Bluebet Stadium. The Panthers take on the Roosters. Uh, the Panthers are $1.48 to the Roosters $2.65. Uh, the betting on this I think is accurate enough I think with the Roosters losing and the way they're not in the sham but they're just not clicking at all 
the Panthers just can scrape over the top of these like and the Panthers aren't playing the best but they still have the ability to win games like yeah. whereas the Roosters are not just playing well enough to, to have that ability mm-hmm. where we said I know they're only I think it's is it four from they're four from they were, five they were, they were four and four last week so they're five and four yeah they, 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 five and four like it's not a bad record like with the team being so tight like but uh, still it doesn't show great on, on paper or on the field like the, the way they're playing like now I'm I can't see the solution to this problem. No. Like it's very hard. Like you still have the same players as last year. You, you still have the crop of players that should be doing. Like if you name them all, they should be doing a job out there. Look, you, you, you've, you've, you've 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 probably got the best seven in the competition, and like in terms of the NRL, I know we talked about maybe not being suitable to Origin, but in terms of league best fullback it's hard to look past Dylan Edwards or at least not have him in the conversation so yeah you kind of back the Panthers um, but yeah look hopefully it's a good game That's you'd like to see some bite out of the Roosters before we mm. chop them off for the year next up two form sides in the last two weeks <laughs> uh, nah look I think look the West Tigers have been brilliant over the last two weeks we've enjoyed kind of rooting for them uh, but unfortunately they the, the run is probably going to end here uh, the betting I wouldn't say is a million miles away it is the early kickoff on Saturday 6am Acorse Stadium Sydney Bunnies open up at $1.15 the Tigers $5.50 and that tells you all you need to know um, but the key news for the uh, Tigers is John Bateman is due to return as well as I don't know if he made the 17 I had a quick glance this morning uh, Dane Laurie Dane Laurie's back but he's just not making the 17 so he could be back next week which they would like to get him back at full back I think the Bunnies and I'd say about 12 uh, but it'll be a good game but I'd say the yeah, Bunnies might be 12 no, definitely. I think yeah, they just do enough to, to push past them yeah. uh, and then the last game on Saturday at oh no wait another game sorry uh, the second game on Saturday at half eight at Queensland Country Bank Stadium the Cowboys take on the Dragons. Uh, Cowboys open up as favourites, one dollar forty-seven to the Dragons, two seventy. Uh, same crack again. No, no uh, centre or or Moses Boy is playing nine for the Dragons. Like, so he's sticking to his he's sticking to his guns by dropping the two lads, which I think is a bit now. I don't think they're well. But Jacob uh, Little is named the reserves, but I don't see anywhere where. The, the centers Lomax. Lomax sorry uh, which is a bit strange for me biting your nose to spite your face I think is the expression yeah I think if there's clever and then you're but the Cowboys getting a win against the Roosters there last week would be annoyed by that and the Dragons I think the Dragons they're the same as the Roosters I can't see them coming out to, to win this especially up in Queensland like, I know they might stay up there this, this week I think they are because they're playing the Titans again next weekend. Away, yeah, so. so they're up in the Gold Coast, like yeah. But um, yeah, I just think it'll be um, the Cowboys to win this at home. Perfect. I just can't see them with the form the Dragons are in. No, the, the no, and, and look, it had had the Cowboys been what they looked like um, last weekend, as what they've looked like the last few weeks, it probably would have found it more difficult to to support you here. But yeah, look, I'm going to say the Cowboys. Um, it's, it's a, it was a coin toss 
uh, other than that performance the weekend. Next up, prime time Saturday, ten thirty-five. We'll be in the gym at eight eight thirty. Deadlifts will be done, will it? No, just, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do any more deadlifts. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm only joking. Um, yeah, Raiders. Uh, Para. So the ninth place Raiders races the thirteenth place Eels. The Raiders open at a dollar sixty five. That's largely because they're in GIO Stadium and the Eels are two dollars twenty five. Look, they, they, we can talk sides and kinda who's in, who's where. Um the key out is Mitch Moses. Um and probably the dropping of Xavier Savage, who I thought went well, but he's on the reserves. Albert Hapawati is back on the wing. So that's a strange for me. I thought they look all right in the wing. Um, maybe that was but I'm just happy to see him back. Uh, I thought he took his try well. But look, uh, Xavier Savage dropped his reserves. is the key talking point. But look, uh, uh, sorry, is, is another key talking point. But it's Mitch Moses being out. And you know what? Look, I, I, I'm going to back the Raiders because I'm biased. Um, but <laughs> could I, there's enough talent in that parasite to upset us. If you want to call yeah, it, yeah, I think I go with the ease in this one, Justin. Yeah, uh, you never, you never annoy me. You never annoy yeah. me. Just not yet. Just that dog. Just Benji. <laughs> so the first game then on Sunday at five o'clock is McDonald's and Jones Stadium. Uh, the Knights open up at a dollar ninety to oh no, a dollar ninety to dollar ninety. So it'll be match teams. Uh, the Knights will have a lovely, lovely ten, lovely base ten. After their day in, in Bali, I've also I've, uh, I've also given them the bulletin board material they needed. Sixteen uh, plays. Yeah, yeah. I think what's the Bradman Best is a is a key listener here. <laughs> he's, he's he's just drawing dart to the picture of my base. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I never said nothing bad about you, so I just yeah. he didn't fight for them. <laughs> yeah, I just think with the the way the the Cowboys performed last week, I think oh not the Cowboys, sorry, the the Titans performed last week. I think out of two days they're the most informed team and I think they just have a little bit over over the Titans over the Knights sorry yeah. I don't I, every team that had a bye sort of bounced back but I just think have a week off in Bali whereas other teams probably got blitzed the first week and then relaxed the next week I don't know how this is going to perform like yeah. anyway, it might be a struggle genius by the coach I think <laughs> I think no because it's it's brought a bit of negativity and they've they've been in the headlines um yeah I think it's just it's, it's bad but is that then media like I don't think like there's a spin on this and then there's a spin sometimes I think media uh, look really there's there's only so much content you can do to fill four episodes of NRL 360 a week but yeah yeah I just think it's not the place to be when your season's going the way it's going um mm. Yeah, we're going Titans because they've impressed us. They've impressed us. Yeah, um, yeah and last up, uh, arguably two of the more disappointing teams at Magic Round, but one of them has not been too disappointing uh, all season. So look, it's Manly Intent versus the Sharks in four seven oh five Sunday. Um, some people call it four points park, but it'll always be Brookvale. The key ends it's not someone who made the side but it's probably the fact that Josh Schuster is back fit to play and again is on the reserves there's a few noble names on that reserves Morgan Harper also fit to play but not deemed good enough for the 17 look I'm back in the Sharkies um, a bounce back win after 
they'll be hurting after that performance um, because that performance look a great performance for the Dolphins but it's because they they didn't show up ready to play and that'll hurt them they're well drilled they've got some good characters in that squad so yeah yeah and I think Fitzgibbon will be clever enough not to go he's like I'm not angry I'm disappointed <laughs> in that sort of way yes sometimes it hurts worse yeah. <laughs> it's like just just follow us please yeah look, <laughs> and look there's, there's enough leaders in that in that squad that he could have said look boys you're going to have to sort it out yourself I'm True, yeah, yeah. Like the like of uh, what's his name, uh, Dave Finucane, like he would have dragged them. Can you imagine how hard he's going to run out of the dressing room this week? Oh, <laughs> through the wall, he'd go through. Affect the door, through the wall, he's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so No, I go with the Sharks as well, which is that one. I just can't see Manny. Turn around, no. Oh, no. But look, thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed Magic Weekend. Uh, we'll be back again next week um, for much, much more of the same. That's all for me. Not so magic. Not so magic. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's me done too. Jake, thank you and good night. Get back. Eight minutes to go. Eight points all. Play to Kiri. He's down the left short pass. Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Jigs into the net. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.